All Will Wilder meant to do was to ride the donkey at his eight-year-old brother's backyard birthday party. He didn't mean to hurt anyone, he didn't mean to unlock his destiny, and he certainly didn't mean to see the shadows. But that is exactly what happened. Life often came at Will while he was focused on something else. Since Will was twelve and nearly five feet tall, his parents thought he had outgrown riding the donkey they had rented for his brother Leo's birthday. Aren't you a little old for a donkey ride, Will? It's for the kids. Come on, Deborah Wilder said, playfully mussing his spiky black hair in their sweltering backyard. She had a thin face like Will's, full lips, and blue-purple eyes that even the hardest of hearts could not resist for long. It was no wonder her TV show, Supernatural Secrets, had so many fans. You're getting so big, the donkey could ride you. Why don't you and your friends go finish that catapult thing you've been working on? She gave him a quick one-armed hug and made her way back toward the party guests. Mom, please, just one time around the yard, or maybe down the block, Will begged. No, you'll kill it, you big ox, she said over her shoulder with a smirk. Deborah swept back her straight brown hair and bent down to fix Will's six-year-old sister Marin's pink dress. So now donkey rides have age restrictions? Will yelled after her. I didn't know that, Mom. Is there a height limit, too? But Deborah Wilder paid him no attention. She had already mingled back into the crush of family, children, and neighbors in the fun part of the yard. Marin stuck her tiny pink tongue out at Will, both hands on her hips. Follow the rules, Mither. Follow the rules, she scolded with a lisp before cartwheeling away. Sulking in defeat, Will shuffled back toward his three friends, two boys and a girl, who were watching closely from the fence at the rear of the yard. Since when am I too big? Will believed he had at least another year, maybe two, before he would officially outgrow amusements like donkey rides. He knew he had to let them go eventually, but not now, especially when money and prestige were on the line. Strike one, Will man. Andrew Stout, a massive kid with blazing red hair and one of Will's closest friends, bellowed. Where's my five dollars? I'm not finished yet, Will said. Oh, no, you're finished. I said you couldn't get on the donkey, and you ain't on the donkey, so pay up. If you want to try again, it'll be double or nothing. Can we check the law on this? interrupted a rail-thin boy with eyes that looked like black BBs behind his rectangular glasses. Simon Blabbingdale lightly poked Andrew's side with one of the thick paperbacks he always seemed to be carrying. Is it legal for Sheriff Stout's adolescent son to bet on ponies at a birthday party? Simon unleashed a series of high-pitched snorts, which he considered laughter. Nobody joined him. Simon and Will had been friends since the first grade, when no one in the cafeteria would sit next to the scrawny, curly-haired kid with glasses. Will did. Can it, Simon? Andrew flicked the paperback from his ribs and focused on Will. We made a deal, Will man, so pay up. I need the money for our trip. The big kid extended his open palm. The Wilders had invited Andrew and Simon to join them in Florida at the National Pee Wee Karate Championships. Leo, an accomplished brown belt, was to compete at the tournament in two weeks' time. Will and his friends would tag along for moral support and hit a few amusement parks between matches. What if I told you that I just came up with a new way to get on the donkey? Will mysteriously threw out, his hands clasped behind his back. Let's see it, 
double and nothing, Andrew said. Camilla Merriweather, a girl with wide green eyes, a long chestnut-colored ponytail, and braces, wrapped her knuckles on the fence behind her. Guys, can we please try to act a little more mature? I mean, it's embarrassing. If Will's parents don't want him riding the donkey, why can't we just have some cake and enjoy the party? Andrew and Will eyeballed each other, then in unison turned to Cammie. Uh, no. Cammie was the only girl Will spoke to in his entire class. She was kind, sort of cute, and always spoke her mind, even if he rarely listened to her. Okay, well, while you little guys play your cowboy games, I'm going to get some punch. She marched over to one of the refreshment tables. When Cammie was out of earshot, Andrew spoke up. All right, get on to the donkey's back. I'll give you ten bucks. If you don't, you have to pay up. Deal? Will furrowed his brow and got in Andrew's face. Deal. They shook on it, and Will started to leave, but a swift tap on the arm from Simon stopped him. I was thinking, as long as everybody's making wagers, Simon said, looking over the top of his glasses, I'll buy you the first souvenir of our trip, no more than five dollars. If you race the donkey around the yard, you can't just ride it. I'm talking a full gallop. If there's no gallop, you pick up the souvenir. Will considered the offer for barely a second. I'm going to be ten dollars richer and score a free souvenir. You're on, too. He shot the boys a crooked smile, then ran off to appeal the donkey ban to the authority of last resort. Dan Wilder, Will's father, with his tortoiseshell glasses and blue apron, stood at the barbecue pit on the deck, methodically tending his perfectly spaced burgers. He laid them out like houses on a map at one of his city planning meetings. Dan Wilder was an architect, a city councilman, and a planner for the town of Perilous Falls. He had a refined sense of order even when it came to grilling. Patties were restricted to the lower grill, veggies on the top.